0: The Public News Service, doing Newscast, December the 29th, 2023. I'm Mike Clifford. Youth incarceration rates have declined nationwide since 2014. A new study shows young people of color are more likely to be jailed than their white counterparts. Indiana is no
1: exception. The Indiana Juvenile Justice Racial and Ethnic Disparities Plan says almost 30 percent of black youths are placed in pretrial facilities compared to almost 16 percent of white youths. Nationally, the figures are even higher. According to the sentencing project, black youths are almost five times more likely to be placed in juvenile detention than their white peers. But Josh Rovner with the sentencing project says detention is neither the best nor the only answer.
2: And I think that we need to find ways
0: to address those misbehaviors outside of the justice system because the justice system is so likely to do damage to these kids where what we really need from them is true accountability and not
1: punishment. Youth incarceration in Indiana has been on a steady decline for years due to fewer arrests and an emphasis on diversion programs. I'm Terry D. reporting.
0: Now to Arizona, where the state's top election official is testing open-access artificial intelligence tools in preparation for a potential wave of disinformation during next year's election.
2: Arizona's Democratic Secretary of State, Adrian Fontes, recently held a first-of-its-kind simulation in which he presented participants with AI-generated audio and video of officials, including himself, spreading falsehoods. Fontes says the exercise is intended to increase readiness and resilience in the battleground state.
0: So that we can have a live exercise uh, where election officials can, in real time, react to scenarios that get thrown at them. So it's really about training, 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 preparation, preparation.
2: Fontes says mis, dis, and malinformation remain a primary threat to the security of elections, with advances in AI and deepfake technology heightening the potential for chaos. A recent Chicago harris AP NORC poll found a bipartisan majority of adults are worried about the spread of falsehoods during the 2024 election. I'm Alex Gonzalez reporting.
0: And in 2024 and beyond, Wisconsin could see big changes related to voting. New political boundaries are expected to be based on a state Supreme Court ruling, while some pro-democracy organizers hope for a different way of choosing candidates. Bob Moeen is with the Western Wisconsin group Grow. It reduces the incentives that create those toxic, hate-filled campaign ads. It reduces the incentives that reward gridlock and
3: extremism in our elections today
0: the process essentially creates a nonpartisan primary with the top five vote getters moving on to the general election and the second step a rank choice system would be used this is public news service now to new york city where clean energy advocates want national grid to rethink its geothermal pilot program The program will test the efficacy of a thermal
3: network in New York City public housing buildings in Brooklyn. However, a peer review from the Sane Energy Project and EggGeo finds the program only tests how thermal networks heat a building, not heating and cooling. Instead, National Grid is putting window heat pumps in the building for cooling, but these can also be used for both heating and cooling. Gene Bergman with the Sane Energy Project says this isn't the best way forward.
2: It's like you put in a system that does two things and you only use one. You do that in your window, and then you also do that in the building. You're doubling the capacity and
0: doubling the cost, but only getting the basic functions of each. She
3: adds that given the location of the buildings, this could serve as a great test for thermal energy. The other issue with National Grid's pilot program is that some of the buildings they power in upstate New York have been operating both heating and cooling to great success. Bergman says talks have been ongoing with NYCHA to develop thermal energy
0: in their buildings without a utility. I'm Edwin J. Vieira. New York City Governor Kathy Hochul signed legislation to make it easier to install thermal energy systems. A Virginia pilot program aims to reduce wildlife collisions with cars. The program stems from a $350 million federal wildlife crossing pilot program, $600,000 to be allocated to developing infrastructure to improve road safety. Jeremy Romero is with the National Wildlife Federation. He notes this funding works hand-in-hand with Virginia's Wildlife Corridor Action Plan.
1: The $600,000 that was awarded to Virginia Department of Transportation will help to develop that statewide action plan to continue to identify the roads with the highest risk of large mammal collisions in the state.
0: Virginia is ranked as one of the top 10 states where wildlife collisions occur. Finally, just in time for the new year, scammers have found a new way to dupe consumers.
3: The American Association of Consumer Credit Professionals, best known as AACCP, has issued a warning about rogue credit repair firms whose shady practices prey on consumers who are trying to repair their credit and rebuild their lives. Michael Claunch with Emergent Strategies, a Washington, D.C.-based consulting firm, says scammers continue working the phones despite a federal judge's landmark ruling.
2: Essentially, this declares that the law of the land is that If a credit repair company uses telemarketing, either in an outgoing solicitation or referrals through the phones, then they have to wait six months before they can bill a consumer. Clunch says
3: consumers should always be suspicious of unsolicited calls and texts. I'm Joe O'Leary reporting.
0: This is Mike Clifford, and thank you for wrapping up your week with Public News Service member and listener supported. Here are some great radio stations, your favorite podcast platform, Find Our Trust Indicators. At publicnewsservice.org.